Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable with your host, Mindy Harley. Warning, listening to this podcast might cause you to shatter your limited beliefs, recognize your potential and motivate you to be the best you can be. Other side effects may include, but not limited, to grabbing life by the balls, taking no crap from anyone, becoming an unstoppable force at various aha moments to get you thinking outside the box. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Mindy Harley. Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. This is episode 10, and I'm going to be coming at you with some social media rant. Yep, I'm ranting. I don't care. I need to get this off my chest. This is something that I've always held close to my heart. And you know what? Love me or hate me for this. I just have to get it off my chest, and I just have to share this and, you know, hopefully inspire some change hopefully just make people think and yeah you know what I'm gonna be the one to say it and you know it's it took a lot of hemming and hawing to figure out whether or not I should talk about this topic you know I talked to Sean and I basically just said exactly what I'm about to say to Sean and Sean was like yeah you know what you just gotta say it so we're gonna be finally getting this off my chest guys So, as you know, I've been in the fitness industry for, oh, geez, let's say 12 years. I've also been doing social media marketing, management, and consulting for, oh, roughly nine years. (laughs) So, needless to say, I've been well immersed in the social media world and the fitness industry for quite some time. And... This is coming off of years of observations and yeah, you know what? And you might just say, hey, Mindy, who cares? Let them do what they want. It's their social media platform. I know. I know it's their social media platform. They can definitely do what they want. But like I said, I'm not here to force anybody to do anything. I really just want to hopefully brain ninja some people and get them thinking. So that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, when things first started out for me in the fitness industry and with social media, you know, before Instagram, there was the Twitter platform. And a little thing with the Twitter platform, you know, back then it was great for building community, great for networking, uh, conversation, you know, there was a, a good a good vibe on there. The follow, follow back, interacting with people. It was awesome. I was part of building a hashtag community on there, Team Grow or Die. Shout out to those guys. I know some of them are going to be listening. Uh, and, you know, it was great. And, of course, you know, there's Facebook, 5,000 friend limit on there. And if you were like a lot of people when Facebook first started, you basically friend accepted almost invite that came into your box and now today you've probably done a couple of cleanups and you're wondering who the hell are these people on your profile that you do not remember ever adding but you know you uh as you do on Facebook you accept a friend request and you are subject to their content unless now of course back then you didn't have the option to unfollow them uh, but you can do that 
and you can, you know, streamline what you see on your timeline on Facebook and keep on keeping on. And, you know, when Instagram first started, everyone was kind of feeling it out. They, uh, they didn't really know exactly what was going on on there. I remember when I first opened up the download and opened up the app, I was like, huh, well, this is different. <laughs> and, you know, right away got on it and started, you know, figuring out the user experience on there and seeing how I could apply that to my work and to myself with branding. And, you know, as things evolved in the social media industry, in the fitness industry, you know, the amount of followers that you have on your Instagram is, is a bit of a bench, benchmark, you know, it's, um, people like to really get their following up there, build it up, brand themselves, you know, um, especially in the fitness industry, if you're selling any sort of online program or merchandise, you know, you're definitely using it, uh, to bring in sales while building a community, hopefully around your name and your brand. And I think for the most part, you know, everyone's doing a pretty decent job with responding back to comments and, you know, liking comments. Some people, you know, it gets out of hand already. Once they get to a certain point, they decide to stop responding to each and every one of them. Um, but of course now with liking comments on Instagram makes it a little bit easier to at least acknowledge somebody. But you know, the funny thing in the, uh, in the fitness industry you know, as much as we are household names within the industry, we're, we're still unknown to the rest of the world, right? You know, I was living in deep in Mexico, in uh, Vallarta and Mazatlan, and I could bring up, you know, a couple names or whatever name drop that would be, of course, well known in the industry, and they wouldn't have a clue who that was down there. Um, obviously, if you're to mention Michael Jordan or Will Smith, Obviously, that is a worldwide brand name and people know who the fuck you're talking about. Um, so I think I like to think that we should all remember our humble beginnings, first and foremost, especially in the fitness industry. Never forget where you started. Never forget, you know, your fans, people who supported you, the people who have been following you kind of since day one, you know. Kind of since the uh, the first days, people that have been always commenting on your stuff, always buying your programs, always giving you that support, never forget them. And some of the things that I've seen as, you know, some of the, the names out there become insta-famous and they reach, you know, high influencer level. All of a sudden, at one point, they decide that the people that they follow back, that number, you know, and Instagram allows you to follow 7,500 people. It's a pretty good amount. Even if you have 4 million followers, 5 million, 500,000, 200,000, what's, what's following back, you know, 2,000, 2,000 of your, of your loyal fans, 2,000 of your loyal customers? What is that, really? When in comparison to 4 million, a million, 500,000? Doesn't seem so bad. But why is it after a while when the, their following number starts growing, you know, their, all of a sudden their count starts 
getting smaller and smaller. They start unfollowing all those people that they followed before till it's down to like a nice tidy little number. Four million followers. Two hundred followers. Five hundred thousand followers. Eight hundred following. Hmm. You know, and the big question is why? 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 Why wouldn't why wouldn't you wanna follow back that person that's bought your program? Why wouldn't you want to follow back that one girl that always leaves you such amazing comments on your photos? Why wouldn't you want to follow back that dude that's been telling you that, you know, the workouts are helping him get bigger and he's feeling more confident or he's lost, you know, 100 pounds? Why wouldn't you just want to follow them back? I'll ask you again, why? Think about it. Why are you acting like those little spots out of 7,500 are worth like $1,000 a piece? You know, they say kindness is free. Sprinkle that shit everywhere. Follow back. You know what would happen? Rather than asking for people to repost your photo, you know, which is just going to be extra pub because now your photo is going to be blown up everywhere. Because you've asked your 4 million followers or 500,000 followers or 200,000 followers to repost your photo so that they can possibly get a shout out. That is so self-serving. You know, and I know the answer to this. Have you thought about it? Have you thought the reason why? An influencer that I worked with, I asked them the same thing. Well, their answer was is that they wanted to look more important and have a large amount following them and a very little amount that they had to follow back. They wanted that ratio, that gap, just to be just so big. <laughs> you know where that's rooted in? That's rooted in ego, plain and simple. It blows my mind that people, these influencers, you know, 500,000, a million in the fitness industry, you know, it, it just blows my mind that out of all the people, out of all the people that have bought their programs, out of all the, the loyal fans that leave a genuine comment all the time, you know, just follow them back. And I've done some polls and, you know, it's very safe to say that you're really going to make that person's day. And I can also speak to this because I'm not even a huge influencer. All my platforms total... I think maybe come up to 200,000. That's combined. That's not even just my Instagram. My Instagram has less than 100K right now. And you know what happens 
when I go and I, I notice this one girl that's been commenting on my stuff all the time and I go inspect who it is because that's what I do. I always check on my social media and I audit and I interact with my community. I go and I see that I'm not following her. I give her a follow. You know what usually happens later on when she's noticed and she's got the notification that I'm following her? I usually get a screenshot. It's usually been posted to her Instagram. Oh my God. Day made. Holy shit. Mindy Harley is following me. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now imagine, just for a second, <laughs> you know, if there's an influencer that you look up to, imagine how that would make you feel. If all of a sudden you got you looked through your notifications and you saw the influencer that you look up to so much followed you back, be pretty kick-ass. I bet you'd never forget that, would you? No, because the people in my poll said they wouldn't forget that either. And they said they'd freak out. You know, because people will forget what you say to them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's going to be something that sticks with them. And if you want to talk on the money side about that, Imagine if that was someone that was still on the edge, whether or not they trusted you, whether or not you were really genuine, you know, followed your content, left a comment here and there, but it was like, eh, I don't know, still seems kind of full of themselves, maybe, I don't know. Boom. Follow back. All of a sudden, you're randomly liking and commenting on their stuff. Guess what? You now just have a new customer. You now just have a new client, you know, but we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to say, be a good person. You know, you talk about doing all this stuff for your fans. They spend hours waiting for you at expos to take a photo. Just fucking follow back some more of your fans, man. Take three days out of the week. Randomly follow. You know, don't even say. Don't even announce it. Do it late at night so they wake up to it. Follow 50 people. Follow 50 of your customers, 50 of your loyal fans. Follow back 50 for like three days. It's 150 people. You think you got room to spare for those people? You know how much more of an impact that's going to make? All those people are probably going to screenshot the notification and post it to their Instagram. That's going to do more than reposting the photo that you asked them to repost. That is a far better connection and making a connection with these people than liking their comment, commenting back, or asking them to repost a photo in order to get a shout out. I challenge you, even if you're not a macro influencer, if you're a micro influencer, start following back those people that have been consistently leaving genuine comments or have purchased any of your programs that you might have sold to them. Follow them back. Start building a community now. Start building a connection now. 
And if you're a macro influencer, I challenge you to follow back at least 200 of your loyal fans, of your loyal clients and customers on your Instagram profile. Let me know what happens, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. If you believe you're unfuckwithable, go ahead and share this podcast.